0: Hi, it's Roger here with our second week of our Crisis Leadership Academy. So uh, congratulations on the first week. I hope you had fun. Uh, If you have completed everything that you should have completed in the first week, then you right now will have a super clear idea on exactly what is your mission, like where are you heading right now, even if it's just short term, for some of you have a really big, uh, long term vision as well, and you'll know that all uh, of the top Entrepreneurs in the world, they have a big vision, which is what actually draws everyone in to lead the way with them as well. And secondly, uh, the money side, like knowing you've got something which is not just meaningful, but also measurable, uh, which actually allows you to then actually say, okay, what is the actual amount that I'm actually making sure that I'm able to cover? Uh, What's the amount that I'm going to be putting in my pocket? What's the amount of value I need to deliver to make this work? At any one of the three levels that we are currently running Leadership Academy with, either digital freelance. Ah, uh, digital startup or digital enterprise—any one of these levels—you need this at different scales as well. And if you've done all that, then that means that you are ready for our second week, where we start putting this all into a plan. So let me share with you uh, some of the most important aspects as we go into the second week uh, of how, if you are not following these paths, you will uh, most likely get a pretty good clue as to why you felt challenged in the past. Uh, in having to chase business instead of the business coming your way, Uh, and has everything to do with a bite-sized piece of what actually makes uh, the entire uh, impact dynamic system work, uh, which is something called promotions, like the whole concept that there is a beginning, a middle, and an end to how you go about creating money from nothing. Uh, And uh, this here, the reset, regroup, relaunch, is actually taking us from the reset to this part here, which is between the reset and regroup. You cannot regroup or get the right team together unless you have a plan that's coming from the reset. Uh, and that has everything to do with not just what is it I love, what's the thing I want to do, but what is it my customer loves as well. Uh, this here is what we were going through last week. So do make sure that if you are reviewing and going back to the rapid pivot plan, uh, that you have actually covered these first three steps. Uh, it's so, so, so important that you are not just kind of running after the next business model or following what other people are telling you to do. If it does not fit with your ikigai, if it does not fit with the person that you are, uh, and the person that you're meant to be. So this whole aspect of the start, this whole aspect of how you design it into your mission, and the whole aspect of how that turns into numbers is absolutely critical uh, before you go further. Think of this a little bit like uh, on the World Dynamics Square, for all of you who are familiar with World Dynamics, which hopefully you all are now because you've actually taken the test. Uh, think about the top and the bottom is the what and the when, and being able to get really super clear that once you have the why, which is what last week was all about, once you have the why, which is like the Think of it like almost like the uh, target for the arrow, right? If you're going to actually have an arrow that keeps on shooting towards the target, you better make sure that there's actually a target you can see. So the why is where you're always focusing towards uh, the what, which is actually, okay, what's the plan to get there? Has to also have the when, which is the tail feathers. So this week is all about the what and the when. It's so actually just setting up and saying, what is it we're trying to achieve? What's the time frame we're going to achieve it in? Uh, and then that lets us get into the regroup, which is all about the who, uh, and then the relaunch, which is all about the how. So the who and the how is on the right and left-hand side, the bow will always short for the arrow, but you've got to put the arrow in place first, right? So this is going to be a session where I'm going to be going through with you not just what this week's about, what you're going to be doing, but also some examples of exactly what it looks like when you're getting it right. Okay, so this is uh, just shifting from basically um, this first uh, page here, which is all about like last week, to this page here, which is all about this week, we're going to be looking at the plan, which is okay, what are your three month objectives now, right, that actually allow you to move towards the person that you're meant to be. Uh, Or if you're in a large company, that moves your company to be the company that's meant to be. Uh, What's the problem that your customer is currently having? Because right now, your customer is suffering from different problems than they were even three months ago. So what is that problem? Because everything's gonna start from that place. Uh, And then the trust side, which is all about going from the customer to the customer pathway, what's gonna actually give your customer enough trust that they're actually going to know that you're the one that can solve their problem? Right, and for, if you're at the freelance level, what you're actually gonna be designing is gonna be quite different from the startup level or um, from the enterprise level. And we're gonna go sh- and, and explain what that's all about as well. If we do this well this week, it means that by next week, we can just get into what kind of team we need, what's the resources, what's the rhythm, uh, and these are the next two weeks as we actually build out the who and the how of your plan uh, off the back of what we go through here as well. Right, So that's what we're gonna be covering. So before I go into the detail and show you some examples of what it is that we can uh, look at in terms of what a plan uh, dynamics are, uh, what I want to do is I want to basically just um, uh, from this kind of step on the plan pathway, uh, come back to a slide that I showed last week, right? So this slide was about really the basics of an agile leadership system, which is when you think about like flights and, you know, this is the uh, picture I showed you of the Wright Brothers when they first took off. Think about a hundred years and the difference of this, which was where pretty much things were a hundred years ago, to this, which is just basically like one example of one day from one airport, Atlanta <laughs> in one day, uh, pre-pandemic times, right? So this is basically how many flights were taken off into different parts of America alone. Uh, and uh, this was happening every single day. And that's just, uh, and think about all the different like airports with this happening as well. How's it possible to go from, all right, well, let's just try and take off and see where we go to absolute, like very, very specific beginning and end of every single one of these points where they don't all bump into each other, hopefully, um, and actually where everyone can actually pre-book and go to exactly where they want to go when they want to go with true predictability, right? That you just know that's what's going to happen. So one thing that I want to Course on here is the what and when thought process of how come so many of us get it wrong. Uh, if you are out looking for a job, right? Like you don't have any control on the time frame. Like if someone said to you, well, well, when do you actually get paid? It's like, well, it depends when I get a job. Okay, when that gonna be. Well, I don't know when it's gonna be. It depends when I actually have someone give me a job. Right? Uh, the number of people I know who start a business up. Okay, so you start the business, I start the business. So when are you gonna start making money? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean don't know? Well, it depends when someone buys from you. When when that can be, I'm not sure. It could be this week, it could be next week. Like there's absolutely no predictability in it whatsoever. The problem with having a business or frankly living your life with such low predictability means there's absolutely no way that you can actually bring other people on the journey with you. Uh, Think of this like a pilot where a pilot wants to take off and they want to go from London to New York. And they have no predictability, right? They have no idea if they can actually take off when they can take off. So probably not good. Given that we're in crisis time, probably like not the best analogy, not a lot of flying going on right now. But let's just like go back to or go forward to post-pandemic times when the flights are taking off again. And so I'm in London. Uh, I'm a pilot. I'm sitting on the uh, tarmac and I'm waiting for the passengers to come. Uh, but I'm not taking off because there's no passengers yet, right? So this is what a lot of people are like when they're actually starting a business. In fact, this might be what you were like in the last couple of months when you're trying to figure out how to start something new. Uh, What's really important is if you're into crisis management, which is all about managing the problems, then nothing changes. It's like the pilot thinking, well, I might as well manage the plane while I'm here, so I'll just kind of like give the place another clean, right? It doesn't actually mean you're any closer to taking off, right? However, um, imagine I'm a customer and I show up at the airport and as someone who's been flying all around the world for the last 10 years, uh, I know exactly what happens when I get to the airport. I show up there. I have a look around, I see this big board. Off the back of that, I go up to a person to actually like, you know, get my ticket and and check in my bags. And like, lo and behold, it's exactly the right place uh, for exactly uh, the right uh, um, destination I'm going to. Uh, I managed to get myself a ticket and I go basically into the airport and I go wandering off to a gate and I get to that gate and at exactly the right time and I'm hoping there'll be a plane taking off. There's a plane taking off and I'm hoping it's going to where I want to go to and it goes exactly where I want to go to. And lo and behold, every other person who is in the plane also wants to go to exactly the same place. What a coincidence. Uh, And the pilot never spoke to me and he takes me exactly where I want to go. Like, think about that for a moment, right? How much magic is that, right? Why is it that some of us, you know, we can do exactly the same with businesses, right? If I want to go buy a new phone, I know exactly which is the company I'm going to go to. I know exactly how to go back to that phone. I know exactly where I'm going to get that phone from. If I want a new phone, I know exactly when the new phone's coming out. I know exactly where I need to go to get that new phone. I I can even pre-book the phone before it comes out. How is it all possible when there's other people that aren't tracking any customers whatsoever? Uh, And the reason that happens is because of predictability. It's because at some point, a long time back, that airline said, we are going to take off on this particular day. We're going to head from A to B. Um, You can rely on us, right? So if you actually want to, you know, basically pay up front, get yourself a ticket, we will get you to where you want to get to at that point. Now, clearly, during crisis, all that breaks down. But as long as everything's at predictability, everything moves smoothly. When the the predictability goes, your job as a crisis leader is to get back to predictability again. Back to say, well, this is something I can know for sure. Uh, Even this program that you're on right now, you know, this was born out of the crisis. We said, well, we have no predictability that we can actually invite someone to our resort in Bali because right now you can't even get to Bali. But we do have predictability that we can actually run a program online starting on this day. And sure enough, here we all are because we knew this was starting and we knew when it was starting and you were watching me right now because I made a promise to you I was going to do this video and that I was going to be actually talking to you and you basically made a promise to us that you were going to show up. So that like, there's no magic in predictability provided someone's willing to say, this is what's going to happen. This is when it's going to happen. The what and the when is the arrow. If you create the arrow and it points towards your target, well, then the who and the how will show up. So what today is gonna be about is about saying, well, what is it you really wanna create over the next three months? What is the uh, outcome you want, not just for you, but for your customer as well? And what's gonna make it worth your customer coming along on this journey with you as well? Now, let's just talk about the opposite for a moment, right? The opposite of me just showing up as a customer and getting on that plane. The opposite is me showing up, one thing to go to London. Right. remember like what we talked about earlier, like the person sitting uh, um, in London wanting to go to New York. Sorry, want to go to New York. So here I am. I want to go to New York. Uh, I show up. There's none of this infrastructure in place for me to actually have any predictability. So I'm just hoping I'll find someone that actually is going to go to New York. Uh, I go wandering around the gates, having a look around. I have no ticket because no one's issuing a ticket because no everyone's too worried to actually tell anyone what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I get like to one gate. I wander down the gate because it seems to be open. There's a plane at the end of it. I go in and there you are, right? You're sitting there in the pilot seat. Uh, and I'm like, oh, hello. And you're like, hello. Just clean up. Just clean the whole cabin. And I go, okay, well, uh, I'm just wondering, uh, are you going to New York? <laughs> and you look at me and you're like, uh, maybe. <laughs> what What do you mean maybe? It's like, well, it depends. I mean, like, do you want to go to New York? So I'm like, yeah, I want to go to New York. i like, okay, great. Well, look, if we can find enough other people just like you, I'll go to New York. What's the chances I'm not going to stick around on that plane? I'm gonna going to go, well, it seems like I haven't decided yet. So maybe there'll be more people that want to go to Mexico. You go to Mexico. I'm not sticking around. I'm going, right? So then I'll head out. We're going looking somewhere else. The so number of customers that you already could, could have, right, today that would actually be there with you if you already have certainty of where you're going to take them. Uh, of course, they're not going to show up right now. They're all there waiting, but they're not going to show up until they know for sure you're going somewhere. And so for you to actually make that prediction now, of course, if you're a level two or level three business where you already, you can be taking 10 people or hundred people on your journey or, or, or level four business or a thousand people on your journey. If you, if you really can do that uh, then of course you should be going for that kind of size. And for the enterprise uh, um, size businesses here, you'd be going, yeah, I can do that. I can get hundred people. We're going to go there. And then there's a credibility level you have because you've taken people places before. Um, if you're just getting started, if you're a freelance level, just take one person. Just to say to one person, okay, where is it you really want to go right now? Where's the real challenge that you're actually uh, looking to uh, solve a problem for right now that I can help you with? How about if I help you with this over the next couple of months? But you're putting a plan together where it's not a matter of you just hoping you find that person. It's a matter of you knowing for sure you're going to find that person, right? So basically, this concept of a promotion plan, which is something which is going to have a beginning, have a middle, have an end, start with basically you saying, okay, I'm going to be creating new flow here and ends with you creating that new flow. That's the fundamental building block of all crisis leadership, of all agile leadership as well. I'm going to give you just two more examples so you really kind of get the importance of this and why most people, when they start their business, they don't do this, which is why most businesses fail. Um, If I take this second example here, this is um, an example of Scrum. So any of you who have had any engineering or tech background would have heard of Scrum because Scrum got really big in the last five or ten years. Uh, scrum is basically, I mean, if you ever watch rugby, you know that rugby is about a whole team coming together and working together in a scrum. Um, that's where the word comes from. Uh, a scrum is based on a, uh, a belief system, uh, which actually in like kind of picked up about 10 years ago, uh, which is that we are living in such a fast growth environment, such a fast change environment, that we needed a whole new way of actually thinking about how we organize people around solving problems. Now, this was not designed as a leadership system as much as for an engineering system, because there was so there was so much wastage uh, of people coming together uh, to try and build something. And it, usually it was something they were building which could have like, you know, massive, big, huge shifts in how long it takes to actually get things done. So you see here there's a very specific number of steps. You know, you've got a cross-functional team, which includes a scrum master, a product owner, and then a whole bunch of different people, could be designers in there, uh, could be uh, um, uh, data testers in there. There will be coders in there. They're all in there actually getting the job done. But they're all coming together around a particular problem. Uh, they are going through a planning phase. They're going for a sprint, which might be a one or two week sprint to get something done. They're reviewing what product or, or, or what release they're going to do. Uh, and then they check it out when it's actually done to see it's working. And then they implement. So effectively, it's more than just what used to happen, which is when you had these like big mainframe projects and IT projects, which would go on for a year or two. And then by the time it was done, it was already out of date. And people said, wow, this is such a waste of money that we keep on actually going through these processes to make these things happen. Uh, And then it ends up nowhere. Uh, So instead, it's like, okay, let's see what the customer wants. What's the highest priority? uh, What we can actually finish in one or two weeks, get that done, and then do it again. And of course, by doing this, Scrum got a really big name for itself. And there's large companies like Atlassian, which have become billion-dollar businesses, providing the software to let teams get together and get things going in the back end. But this was all assuming that those teams will be funded either by venture capital uh, or by like existing customers uh, to actually have all those improvements as well. But what happens if you're a startup, if you're on your own, you don't have any of those resources and you actually have to make money at the same time as actually get something done. Well, that same agile process of starting with the customer, thinking about what they need, being able to go deliver that to them, but at the same time, make money with it is the equivalent of a sprint when it comes to agile leadership in terms of impact dynamics, we call it a promotion. And the reason we call it promotion is because if you start thinking about, first of all, uh, flow itself and say, what are the components which make up flow? Flow is made up of two fundamental, like, two, just two fundamental things that once you understand how they work, you can create any system of flow. Like my body, for example. Like you're here watching me. You've got a body. I've got a body. We work exactly the same way. We are full of all of these systems of flow. You know, our digestive system is flowing. Our our, um, uh, um, uh, our, our our oxygen is flowing. Our blood is flowing. Uh, you know, our uh, neurons are firing. These are all things that are in a process. And that's why we call these processes that are there simply to maintain flow. And every process has got a rhythm. And the rhythm of my lungs is different from the rhythm of my heartbeat. And nature in all of wisdom has made every single one of those processes automated, which means I don't have to think about all of them. They're just happening. And I can get on with other things. So your business, as you grow it, And if you're already at enterprise level, you know you've got loads of processes and probably a whole bunch of them broke down when a crisis came along. Uh, uh, When you're starting, you don't have any of those processes in place yet. Those processes are all there to maintain flow, but don't put them in place until there's flow happening. right? In the same way, the little baby that starts growing doesn't actually have to, when it's small, have anything like as much to eat as when they're big. Like you're actually starting at a small level and just make sure all the flow that you need is flowing, and then you can actually grow that flow as time goes on as well. So while you think, and maybe another better example of this or something that flows would be something like a, um, uh, a road system, right? So a road system uh, has got automated flow in traffic lights. Uh, it's got an automated flow in the way that it actually has got like toll boosts and other things that en- enable everything to be managed as you start to grow that flow. Electric systems have the same thing as well. But if you wanted to build an electric system and add something new to it, if you wanted to build a new road and add something new to it, you'd normally call that a project, you know, like a, ro- a road project. Um, electrical project, uh, a project usually costs you money. You know, I, okay. I've got to start making some more money. I've got to have a website. I've got to have a, a new product I'm developing, but you're thinking, ah, oh, but that's going to cost me kind of money. So I'll get onto it later. So you never really get onto it or you just think you can't afford to do it. So a project is something that, cr- that grows flow, creates new flow. Whereas a process is something that maintains flow and all flow is made up of just those two things. Nature evolves flow naturally, right? But us as humans, if we want to create some flow system that didn't exist before, like a road system or like a business, which is all about flow. Then we have to go through exactly the same principles that you would if you are building a road, which is you've got to actually have projects to begin with, and then you have to have processes. Like it sounds pretty simple, but it really is. You don't need anything more than one project to get your first flow going, to get your first line going, which is what we're going to be doing during these four weeks. It's like, what's that one line in a new, in a new way I'm going to do? And the good news is there's loads of other people that are probably in your industry having already figured this out that you can already learn from. So you don't have to do this all yourself. And there's lots of people in this community and all of our mentors who understand how to do this as well. So this step of actually saying, right, I'm gonna just create this flow. It's gonna start with an understanding of my customer. So if, my, if I really know who my customer is, and some of you haven't yet defined your customers, some of you have a clear idea of your customer, and some of you are changing who your customer is, you have to start with that customer. What's their real problem? Because they're not going out right now hunting for your product. They don't even know what your product is. They're out there hunting for a solution to that problem. So if you can actually just get right in front of them to show them that you understand their problem and you're providing solution for the problem, whether it happens to be some extra help in their team, whether it happens to be that you know it's a product that's actually going to deliver a, a, a solution to their pain, Uh, whether it happens to be something that actually allows them to be in partnership. These are all problems that people have that they're looking for solutions for. So you're actually saying, right, I'm going to create a pathway. And most importantly, it's not going to be one that costs me time or money. Yes, there will be money involved. Yes, there'll be time involved. But this is going to make me time and it's going to make me money. So you're saying, well, how on earth can something make you time? Now, how can make something make you money when there's nothing there to begin with? Uh, I'm going to show you some examples of how every time we've actually put something in place, to actually create what we call a promotion, which is a profitable project. That a promotion is something which allows you to say, right, if I start from here and I was to actually create something that was going to make money and it was also going to make time, which means I'm going to have a team at the end of it, because teams create time, right? Like if you say I don't have enough time, that's not true. It just means you don't have enough team. But if instead you said, okay, I'm going to actually have a team at the end of this I didn't have before, you just created time. You know, instead of you waking up with basically eight hours in a day, if you've got five people in your team, you're working with 40 hours a day. So it's like, I'm going to have a team at the end that I didn't have at the beginning. I'm going to have money at the end of it I didn't have at the beginning. And in fact, I can even get the people in my team who are going to be working with me to be earning at the end of this. Because we're only talking about a month when this all gets going. And within three months, it can all be up and running as well. So when I launched my book and the book became a bestseller, when I started my first business in events, when I started my first publication, uh, when I was younger, each one of those, I knew from beginning to end how much money I was aiming to make, uh, how I was going to pay for everything that I had based on the money I was going to make how most of the time I'd have to pay for it after I made the money, uh, how I could actually receive the money before I actually even delivered, so I could actually cash flow the whole thing, and how by the end of it I'd have something which would actually be buying me more money, buying me more time, and then I could keep on just having building blocks that would actually keep this growing, so that eventually you eventually have a whole road system, or as you saw in the image here, you have an entire uh, sea of uh, flights that are taking off and landing. So think of a promotion plan as a flight plan, which takes you off and landing. But think of by enterprise level, You have got a plan where you have the entire airport. So freelance level, you should be looking at a plan that links into someone else's plan where they need your help because they've got their plan already, right? And so as a result of that, they've got a promotion, which is going to generate money for them. And you're going to help generate more money for them. You're going to generate money for yourself as well, right? You go to any of the freelancing sites. That's exactly what's happening. Other people having partnerships. That's what's happening as well. The second level up, which is a startup is where someone says, right, I'm ready to actually create my own flow. So I want to be doing that. And then first step up, which is like, I'm now the pilot of the plane. And you're going to have co pilots and the mentors you have here. And the third level up is where you go, I've got the whole airport. I'm going to have all these other flight paths going as well. And I'm going to have my whole team on board because we basically just changed our destinations, right? As a result of the crisis as well. So let me give you one final example here uh, so that everyone really, really understands why this is so important. Uh, Recording studios. Here's Queen, right? Like, what's so interesting about what happened uh, when we actually, uh, for those of you who are fans of Queen and remember Bohemian Rhapsody, right? It was like the first music video. There have been times at different moments of music uh, where everything upgraded from one stage to another stage in terms of what was multipliable. Uh, if you actually were to be a musician and a musician was thinking, well, I make good music, people will come and actually want to listen to me. Uh, and that's all they thought their music was. Well, you could go back into like the 17th century and that's exactly what would be happening um, if you went and actually you know, listened to music on an evening uh, by bringing a performer into your house, uh, inviting your friends over, uh, getting the piano, and off they'd go and they'd start playing, right? And you'd pay that person for five, six hours' worth, and they'd just be playing. They'd just be playing melodies. You know, as time went on, they, you know, the orchestras started showing up, and basically compositions started showing up. And, like, there was no fixed time as to how long these things were. Right? Some of these compositions went on for like half an hour. Uh, so at that point, there was no actual module broken down many businesses have been running that way during the industrial age. So like, let's just create a factory and just like produce lots of stuff as soon as we can produce it. And, and when you're doing that and there's actually not that much choice, people have no choice but to buy from you. However, it got to a point, especially like this century, this last century, where uh, people realize, you know what, people's attention span is such that if you can put this into a bite-sized song, right? A song which is going to be like, uh, you know, three hours. Oh, sorry, three, three hours, three minutes. Actually, became less. It became like, you know, like two and a half minutes. Uh, then uh, that can be played on radio. Uh, and the radio station can actually figure out how many of these they want to actually play. And so sure enough, those songs became effectively the equivalent of a promotion that is has got a beginning, it's got an end, people understand what it is, they can then repeat it again and again. And people can take that and go, oh, I understand how this works and they can do it as well. Uh, if you think about how you multiply your business, there's probably been some kind of promotion that you've been part of, uh, which is actually then, you know, you know, okay, here's the product, here's how we go about selling it. And so the whole thing had got predictability to it you know what you're gonna get out of that song. Uh, and that became, for a long time, the building block of the music industry, uh, all the way through the, the whole growth of radio. Uh, and then you had like the top 10 hits and those, those kind of things. Uh, with Queen, it was very the first time that they started thinking, you know what, there's this whole new genre coming along with MTV. Uh, people are actually like, are not just even looking at uh, the, uh, or listening to the music, they're actually watching the video as well. And so everything shifted and changes. And that's now where we have the whole YouTube generation where you have got songwriters who know the way to really make it big is to actually take a song and turn it into a video. And that became a very different model, but it's still got a beginning and end. Uh, And now we actually have seen a point where all of that's free and people actually are now thinking of the promotion plan or as far as music goes as being the concert. Or now they're having virtual concerts, which usually is actually a combination of these songs. So when we look at our business, we think of every one of these as a song. We think of it as a composition, one that you actually, yes, you want to actually write it down and have the sheet music. Yes, you want to practice it, but the, react, the, the real action comes when you actually do it. When, and, when, and when people dance, that's when you know you've got something that's really working. So that's what we're doing here, right? We're actually creating something which is a game people can play. It's something that people can actually move to uh, where you know if it's in rhythm or it's not in rhythm. Uh, and, and just thinking about it in that way, uh, have a think about all the different industries you know where there has been one, uh, uh, one dominant factor that's come in that's taken over from something else. I think about like coffee shops, like Star. Uh, you know, um, uh, when, when you had like Starbucks taking over, uh, and they were running promotions pretty much every week and every month, and they actually did not quarterly. They had seasonal promotions, which is what we're talking about here as well. And those coffee shops, they weren't doing any of that stuff. There was no reason for people to come across town to see you, whereas the people would go into Starbucks because of a particular promotion going on. Um, there's many, many different examples of different industries where they run things by promotion already. Uh, when a property developer launches, they have got a promotion, which is actually selling the product before they've even developed the property. When they sell off plan, uh, you have the same thing happening with like the movie industry when the movies were going, uh, you have the same thing happening with like, obviously I talked about flights already, uh, but pretty much in like events, the same thing happens too. Uh, there are many, many different industries where there's a very, very clear, discrete step-by-step going, uh, with digital, which is what a lot of what we're talking about is about is very much like we said with the engineering side, is something where it's easy to just launch something online and have no promotion and then wonder why no one's buying from you as opposed to actually having more come on a journey with you as well. So I want to share all of that and I've taken quite a bit of time sharing it because most people don't intuitively understand the need for actually planning out a promotion and then doing it. And then they go, well, that seems like a lot of hard work. I'm just going to go and just like open my business. They get the website up, you know, they go speak to a couple of friends and then it doesn't work and they have no way of understanding why it didn't work. Like what was it? that I didn't earn or learn in that process, which is why this is so important. So with that being the overview of it, let me first of all show you the uh, actual steps as we're going through this. Uh, Every promotion has got 10 steps in it. And remember what I was saying back here about the key things we're going through today, which is the plan, the problem, and trust. This week, you have an opportunity to be able to put the plan together, define who your customer is, define the customer pathway, so you're really thinking about it from their point of view, um, if you want to, you can already be already imagining how what kind of people you need and so on, but what usually happens if you jump too much to this one early, you start saying, well, I don't have those people, or, well, you know, I, I don't know what the next steps are, I don't know the resources, and so you don't even start thinking about this one. But if you just create this bite size, and you give yourself a chance to dream, and you think about things from the point of view of the customer, uh, then you'll actually create something much, much more compelling, which is going to then attract the team, and actually then inform exactly what are the actual systems you need to have on board as well. So. The very first couple of steps here, first of all, the summary of your promotion, leading to who is your customer? How have you defined them? Leading to what is the problem that they actually have that you're gonna solve? What is your solution? And it can't just be here's my solution, but here's my compelling offer at the point when I'm gonna be launching so people go, wow, if that's what you're offering, then I really want some of it. And what's that pathway which allows you to actually offer it at the right time? Because if you just go out to people that don't trust you, don't know you, Everyone's going to say no, no matter how good the product is, because there's no proof it works. But if you actually really link it in with this, it can make all the difference. So this one here, which is all about the customer, what's their problem, what's the solution, right? what's the offer you're making and the pathway that gets them to your offer, that's what this is going to be all about this week. right? Then the rest of it, which is the detail, can come into it off the back of that. So I know on the last call, I already shared with, um, with you exactly where to go uh, to get one of the templates that we currently have uh, and here is the link again. Uh, so this link here is part of the 2020 Ready uh, plan, right? So if you actually want to go look for it, you can just do it here, 2020 Ready, Accelerator. Uh, and this is a nice template. Uh, the team's going to give you a template anyway, right? So you can use it as well. But the reason I like this one is that it has an example that I put in myself um, of what we were doing when we launched all of Society 5.0, Entrepreneur 5.0. So here is, you know, so here you can see it, right? 2020 ready accelerator. Uh, I just clicked straight into the connect your vision part, which we talked talking about last time. You see how the next page is actually about defining your customer. So I really recommend that you actually watch the video on the next page if you come to this one as well. So this one has basically like, you know, how to connect your vision, uh, how to define your customer off the back of that. You can download also the plan here as well. So if I actually have a look at the playbook, uh, this playbook here actually shows you uh, some of the slides that I was showing on the last video where I was talking about connecting a vision, uh, and on that one there, the vision was all about, okay, where do you want to be in the future? What is that going to look like? Uh, But we also have here, and I actually explained my vision as well of what I saw happening. Uh, But then we're here, we then, and personal brand is all about who you are, what you stand for. So we've covered that already. But ideal customer is now talking about you starting to focus more on your customer than on yourself. Uh, Knowing that it's a North Pole is all about like, your true North is who you are and what you love. Then true south is who is your customer and what do they love? And then everything I talked about in terms of promotion plan is like the electricity, which when you turn it on, it creates that electromagnetism, which actually makes all the flow take place. So there's really these three steps, which are three steps, which apply to everyone at the startup level, which is the yellow level, but it applies equally to those at freelance who are just getting going and applies equally to those who are at enterprise level, who are now moving a bigger ship to move along as well. So your ideal customer, who is your ideal customer? What is their age? What's their identity? Where they live? What's their tribe? Um, when I am thinking about any new part of our business, and if there is an avatar which is slightly different, so like for example, when we open up Genius Cafe in uh, in Bali, or when we uh, you know started Genius School for kids, um, I would imagine myself being that child waking up in bed, or being that parent worrying about my child. I'd put myself in the place of that person who landed in Bali and was looking for a co-working space, uh, and I'd really imagine through what's this person doing, like. They're trying to solve their problem, like, you know, how do I find a good place where I can co-work or how do I really educate my child in the right way? Uh, Where are they going to get that answer? Who are they asking? Who are they speaking to? Because they're not going to stop until they find an answer to their problem. And is it a big enough problem that they're really looking to solve? Once I really get an idea of who this person is, I want to get in front of them to see well, where are they right now, where I can be of value to that person. So the first thing is understanding who your customer is and what their motivations are, defining them. Enterprise Ella is our avatar that we use all over Genius Group. Uh, Who is Enterprise Ella? Brand new visitor, haven't connected to us before, 38 years old, living in a city, committed to growing both purpose and profit, seeking a global community of like-minded entrepreneurs to connect with, has a startup, generating $40,000 a month in revenue, taking $8,000 to self each month, stretched for time, knows there must be a better way, Problem is that she doesn't know what the next thing is that she should be learning or how to grow her business who the best person to connect with, what the best next action is, this is her problem. And we're like, we really spend a lot of time to say, well, is this a big enough problem that she's willing to go out there and try and solve this problem? Now the fact that sometimes Enterprise Ella ends up showing up and is a bit older, or is a bit younger, or is male. Like these are all things which are all just basically different versions of Enterprise Ella. But if we all share the same problem, then we're going to actually notice this uh, when we actually see it in the same way. That for some of you saying, hey, that's actually very similar to who I am. That's exactly what I'm looking for. It's not a surprise because you've got attracted by the message because everything we're about is solving this problem. And as long as we can solve the problem, people will tell other people about it, just like in your case, what your customer is doing and what their problem is right now. The more you can solve that, the more they'll tell their friends as well. Right? So we really want to spend time on this. And you're going to have an opportunity this week through the exercises and through the mentors to really get clear on exactly who is your customer avatar. Right? And your avatar always should have a name, should always have a character. And we make sure that every single email we write and every single website that goes up, and every single interaction and touch point, every one of them, we're actually thinking about Enterprise Ella when we're doing it. know, every time I write anything, even me speaking to you right now, I'm speaking to Ella, right? Like it's about just saying, okay, what is it in understanding your challenge that we can really help you with? What are the concerns you have, the worries you have, you know, the doubts you have, and how can we overcome them so that we can actually work collectively to solve the problem that you have? So this one here is gonna be a really important part, and you can already be thinking about that for yourself. Uh, if you are at the freelance level, you should be thinking about someone who isn't just going to pay you money for a product that you've thought of because the reality is you don't yet have the track record. If you're just getting your first or second customer, you don't have the track record yet for people to want to work with you, even if you've got a brilliant solution. Uh, You have to build the track record first. So your avatar should be someone who actually is making money right now or is in a pathway which is going to be making money and where you can be a value to that person because for every person who's got time but not money, there's someone who's got money but not time and they're building their teams right now as well. So I've seen many examples of promotion plans where we've actually had uh, the people I mentor in Crystal Circle, the people on the mastermind who come on board and say, right, i have just got to get that first customer. We say, okay, let's actually get really clear who that customer is. Someone who you're going to help to actually put money in their pocket. Like who would that person be? And then also knowing that the opposite is also true, that if you're able to put money in their pocket, they'll help put some of that money back in your pocket as well. Right? So the real question is, who are you going to help? What's the way you're going to help them? And, and, and who out there would you love to work with? where you can be their partner, or you can basically freelance some of your skill sets that's going to help them either save money or make extra money as well, right? So being really clear, just for a moment before I go forward on the freelance side, the difference of a problem that you're solving, a consumer problem versus a commercial problem. Uh, When you get to startup phase and you get to enterprise phase, you'll spend a lot of time solving consumer problems, right? Because you've got a customer that is willing to pay you money to be able to solve that problem. But they already are thinking, what's the return on investment? If I, if I pay this money, how does that either make me feel better, you know, either fulfill me in a particular way, or if they're at like a larger business, uh, business level, are saying, that's actually going to help my business in some way as well. However, there is one step before that, which is a commercial problem. And whereas a consumer problem is one that takes money out of someone's pocket when they get the delivery, a commercial problem is one that actually puts money in their pocket in the delivery. It's when you say, okay, if I help this person with this problem, they'll make an extra $10,000. Would that be worth them paying me $2,000 if I've actually made them $10,000? Uh, if I actually worked with this person in this particular way, they're going to actually end up saving $100,000 because I'm going to support them on the back end, on the costing side. If they can really do that, and they can save $100,000. Would they pay me $10,000 for that? So being really clear about that problem that you're solving makes all the difference right there. Uh, and you should be starting it that way if you're freelance. If you're at startup, you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to take some of the value that my customers already know I have. I'm going to go more for like, 11. I'm going to go for 10 customers or even 100 customers, but I'm going to come on board during this, this, this time frame based on my targets. Um, and I'm going to be delivering something which they already know I deliver well. But I'm going to deliver it in a digital form or in a remote form, which allows you to get started with something new. And if you're at the, at the enterprise level, you might be saying bigger numbers. Okay, I'm aiming to make $100,000 or a million dollars. And I'm going to do that through uh, not just one avatar, but I have two or three different avatars. Uh, and so I'm going to actually be working with those different avatars. So complexity will grow as the size grows, uh, but again, do not go to something which is more complex than you need to, and don't go for something bigger than you need to. Right? The more you can, like when you start flying, you don't go straight to the commercial airliner. You start with a small Cessna and you build your way up to that. So don't, don't get out of your level of confidence um, or else you'll never get started in the first place. So on the one hand, we're gonna be seeing exactly how you create your customer, and once you define your customer, like who that customer is, what's their problem, what's their promise and product, uh, what you're gonna be doing from there, and you should really be imagining this customer as we're actually going through this next day. Um, and then from there, defining what is their problem? What's the promise you're making to them? What's the product that you're actually gonna develop? What's the proof of what you're gonna do actually works? You know, even if you don't have the proof yourself, who you gonna work with that has that proof? What's the product you're gonna work with that have that proof? And then what's the purpose? Which is like, what's the bigger reason you're doing this? We have four different avatars, right? So basically this, these slides actually show you what those four avatars are that we have. Um, and then we'll get onto team and so on in the future as well as we go through this. But the next part of this is then actually being really clear. What is your pathway uh, and your pathway is going to go through this week. Is going to be what's the way that you build trust with your uh, customer as you go through these steps. I'm going to give you some examples now of exactly what this looks like. So you can, I can see how it all comes uh, into reality as you're going through this as well. Uh, what I'll do is I'll start by, we have so many examples with all our mentoring. Um, I know that whatever business, whatever industry you're in, we will have examples for that industry as well. So do, be getting support from the facilitators and from the mentors on whatever's your specific industry. Uh, but just because we're actually going out generally to everyone, the safest thing for you to do is actually just give you some examples from our business because you all are aware of our business, right? So this is our team charter, which is always live. You can see right now there's people on our team who are actually on here at the moment. Uh, we This is like hundreds of pages long and it actually is updated every quarter. So you can see this is for Q2 right now. Uh, this Think of this as effectively like the whole plan for the entire year that we put together where we know what we want to achieve in the year. Uh, We already reviewed it based on what uh, was happening in the crisis and whether we wanted to change what we're doing. Uh, Whenever we have anyone new who joins us, they actually go through all these slides as part of the onboarding to get an understanding of where we're at and what we're doing. Uh, When we actually have a revision on the plan, so we have a whole team plan for Q2, we actually went through what that was and what the big shift is in the crisis plan, multiply model in Q3, acquisitions Q4, our IPO Q1 next year, the Education Revolution in Q2 next year, we've already mapped out all the way through to the middle of next year what our quarterly themes are uh, and then what also is our entire product range that we're actually developing at the moment as well. Uh, so we pull all that together and you're going to have an opportunity to create a pathway uh, where that pathway should have some easy, simple way for someone to come on board from those people that join us, then it then moves up to what is the like do-it-yourself type product, which is like economy class product that is affordable enough that everyone can do it. What's to do it with your product where you're actually going to add much more of the high touch into it and that people are going to be willing to pay that money to get that direction? And then what's to do it for you, which is all around, you know, okay, uh, the ones who have more money, the first class are going to say, can you just come in and give me your first class service, right? Like I'm willing to pay for it. Uh, And then, of course, you're then going to put your best people in to actually then deliver at that level as well. Uh, All companies should be having at least those three levels, especially when you're digital. uh, and And there'll be kind of steps in terms of how you create your product range that works on the back of this as well, which is really, really important. However, what I want to share with you is basically, and um, this is all our internal documents. This is how we're actually ma- mapping out all the different elements of what we're doing and the way that we're doing it. Uh, but let me give you some examples of what happens when we actually go directly into a promotion plan. Uh, I'll just, like, let me see, I'll pick a couple here. This is the first one I'll pick. This one here is one that Kathleen has been running the Cohen Trusted Buyers Club promotion plan. And this promotion plan here, you'll see that she has in these internal documents put together a, a summary of what this is. Um, she has put together Uh, Who the avatar is, who in this case is not Enterprise Ella, Ella, is Emerald Ella. And Emerald Ella is someone who is already at level three, level four business, so someone who's got a multi-million dollar business. Um, And this is explaining uh, Emerald uh, Emma, and it's explaining what her problem is and what the promise is, right? How do you get your products in front of your customers in the current economic climate? Coronavirus crisis has triggered a much bigger and longer lasting economic crisis than the 1929 stock market crash, triggered a 10-year Great Depression, this one's gonna be a lot longer. Our solution is a 21st century upgrade, of a, so this is the promise now, this is the solution. 21st century upgrade of a community cooperative that let entrepreneurs trade up and out of the Great Depression, the Trusted Buyers Club. When you join the club, you buy and sell a guaranteed amount every week with everyone else in the club. It's guaranteed uh, that you're going to get weekly sales, so you know, you're going to make those sales. And then at the same time, you're going to get weekly savings on all the tools and resources that other people are providing in the club as well. Right. So these actually did uh, were created during the Great Depression where people were saying, I can't find motivated buyers. They all got together to buy from each other. Um, and then from here, there was then very specific financial targets. It's like, okay, let's get our first 10 trusted buyers club on people on board. They will all be paying $2,000 to play the game. They're all going to be earning from there as well. Uh, then we're going to have like the next 20 that come on board. And then again, the next 25 uh, after that in the next round. So we've got these different rounds. We have the development objectives. So you're always going to have financial objectives. Develop objectives and learning objectives. Okay, we're going to actually launch Gini Coin. We're going to launch a new web store. We're going to, now, we don't do all these things before we do this. We do this all at the same time. Uh, learning. We're going to learn how to run a microeconomy. We're going to learn how to create upgrade paths. We're going to learn how to establish a sustainable, stable coin currency. Like, so this is things that we had not learned before that we are going to learn through this. So the exciting thing about a, pub, about a promotion is you're either earning or learning. Uh, and you're doing something which is of high value to the customer if you do this as well. And then we map out the journey. We say, okay, here's Ella sad and worried enterprise seller. Uh, happy and wealthy enterprise seller. Uh, obviously, this actually got upgraded to Emerald Ella, as you saw. But we have here, you know, deposits of 2000 You receive, you know, 2000 Genie coin. You get trained on the best pricing and value to sell at. Uh, you, you post your products and services online. Uh, you then sell your products. You buy other people's products. You earn your money. You receive the money uh, for payments. Some will receive more because they spend more. And, and some will receive less. And then they'll actually get taught on how to actually go about doing more for themselves. And if they want to upgrade to... The additional pages, you can do that too. Now you can see how someone like Kathleen can present to the team, here's my plan. She can get input from everybody. There's only five slides here. And someone straight away can go, that's awesome. Or, okay, I really don't get it. Or I don't think that's compelling enough. But whatever it is, we're thinking about it from the point of view of a customer, right? And then we then go into more details on the team, on the product categories. Don't worry about any of that right now. We just want to get down to this, which is actually, what's the pathway we're going to take someone through? So someone goes, I get what your customer's going to get. And by the way, this is exactly the same steps So you're going to find all of the best startups in the world have gone through to get really clear about what their pathway is before they get going. Now, by the way, this actually launched, right? So this launched about uh, what, three weeks ago. We just had our first round, by the way. Um, and I can show you that because I'm actually playing it myself, that when I go into the actual pages, uh, which look like uh, this, if I just, um, let me see, I'll open up one of the pages. Uh, this was the landing page we actually uh, opened with. Trade your way out of the crisis. Join the Cohen 2020 Trusted Buyers Club. Uh, we had the whole thing, here's what it's all about. Uh, here's a story about like, you know, why you would want to join it, what, what this would do for you. Uh, this actually explained exactly what I just showed you before. So we put this up here. We went out to our community, uh, and we ended up not with 10, but actually over 20 people who joined the very first round. Uh, and now we have what uh, over 30, I think going up to 40 um, in the second round. And this was done off the back of the fact that we already have a community. We have people that already trust us. So we were able to go to those people and say, this is what we're doing. Do you want to come on board? And then off the back of that, um, I can now go into the Trusted bias Club. So we, yeah, we've got 46 members in here now. Uh, we're going to a second week. Welcome to the Trusted bias Club. This is the circle on Genius U. Uh Don't worry at all about where you get your tools because all the tools already exist here and you're getting them free. So even if you uh, aren't sure where you want to put your, th- put them on Genius U, you can have all this set up, right? So this explains uh, on, in the circle exactly how it goes. This is actually for those who've already joined. I can go into the discussions here. And I can see the discussions of all the people that are currently playing the game. Uh, and they're all supporting each other, which is just amazing, the community uh, that Kathleen and the team have actually uh, created, created, here. So I can go in here. This is all this is Jackie, who's in South Africa. Uh, she's actually got her program or what she's doing at the moment on that program. People are all commenting on that. Here's Kathleen actually posting to everyone in here as well. What's your biggest need right now we can you help you with? You know, here's Michelle going through basically what she's actually doing on a shopping list, who she's buying from at the moment. Uh, and then from here. I can go and look at all different members and all different companies in here. uh, And because I'm playing the game and I'm seeing it in action, none of this existed uh, even just like, you know, one month ago or even three weeks ago, none of it existed. I can now go to any of the people who are on here and I can go to someone like Suraj and say, okay, um, Suraj who works in our company has actually created a whole bunch of products as part of Trust Advice Club. He's selling those products and he's buying other people's products as well. Uh, And I can come to his page and I can see the actual programs he's actually Selling. So he's got this one here, personal website, this website that he's actually doing for our trusted buyers. Uh, you know, obviously he's like the person who put my websites together and so on. So like super duper value, explaining examples of what he can do, how he can do it, giving everyone a chance to actually come on board and buy. And if I chose to buy this, which I've got a website from him already, uh, but if I wanted to do that, I could come into my cart to check out straight away. And when I do check out, I can actually be using my genie coin to do it. Uh, and then off the back of this, you know, I buy my genie coin, uh, I can use my genie coin to buy, and it will even tell me how many genie coin I have at the moment, uh, and how much I have to actually buy with. Uh, and you can see here, I've got five foot four, so I'm gonna have to pop it up before I can buy that. But what's so powerful about this is the fact that on here, it gives me the opportunity uh, to see our team the, uh, developing something, driving it forward, uh, generating income out of it. So the first week, this generated over $40,000, um, and then now it's going to the second week, the third week, the fourth week, and everyone is all earning Off the back of it. This is an example of promotion plan from beginning to end, which launches. Let me give you another example, right? This is an example at a different level, especially for those of you who are looking for something where you're even looking to raise funding, for example, right? Uh, And if you've got the right kind of community to do that, if I actually look just below this, this is the team charter. If I go just below this one here, which is the Genius Group one. um, In fact, and before I even get onto the funny one, let me show you another one here, which is uh, the Genius Institute you know about, which you're actually part of the Genius Institute launched, which is all about the Christ the family. So this is one that Simone launched uh, that is uh, uh, supplying and supporting everyone uh, with the Do It With You, which is why you're on this right now with us and we're providing all this information to you. Um, if I was to go one more step, which was, let's say, to the Do It For You, which is the Genius Solutions, this one you wouldn't have actually seen out there yet because it launches next week. So it hasn't been launched yet. And on the, on this one, this is one that Yvette is running. So I'm just going to Yvette's pages here. Um, and let's have a look. Uh, this is... This is Yvette's page, I think. Hey, we are, Genius Solutions, right? So um, I can come to Genius Solutions one, and I can see that here's Yvette's Genius Solutions customer avatar, Emerald Ian, and also Sapphire Sandra. So some even at a high level that has, a, has like a $10 million business. Um, it explains basically what Genius Solutions is, uh, which is drives uh, delivers to more complex businesses green blue level, the building blocks where we will actually build their services for them. Uh, it actually goes through and explains the kind of companies we're already working with, uh, and then it delivers to those companies Uh, The problem, uh, which is this year, that lots of complex businesses don't have the building blocks actually needed for excellence at the operational level. Uh, Particularly now, people are struggling on how to plan and do things in a crisis. So we specifically are now bringing all these support areas in cash flow, uh, digital marketing, sales, to these companies and delivering on those companies. And then this goes through what our promise is and how we're delivering on it. And then it actually then breaks down into what are the actual solutions that are going to be provided through this as well and breaks down the details of that. So these are the things right now uh, that the team that's working on Genius Solutions is doing. Uh, but then from here, I can actually then go, because this is already ready to launch, you'll see that we use software called Envision to look at all of our um, landing pages. So you can see this one here, it's not live yet. It's part of Envision. And you can see here, Genius Solutions Digital Marketing. Join us as one of three uh, digital marketing partners during May. We receive our full Genius Solutions Digital Marketing. Uh, this one is not even gonna be emailed out to people. We're gonna actually be personally connecting with the companies that we know are going to really find great value in this. Say who can actually go out there and if they're going to be paying us two and a half thousand dollars a month, we know we can actually be generating more than $25,000 to them. We will deliver the digital marketing solution to them. Siraj will actually set up the whole plan with you, get your weekly dashboard set up, uh, ensure that you've got all the tracking, uh, ensure that you've got the actual weekly call every week with all the high quality graphics and design, with all the functionality and tracking on the website, with all the Facebook ads being written and actually then tracked, all the Google AdWords as well. Uh, You know, we've had, and then this actually goes through and says, here's how you actually join it. Here's the steps to join it. Uh, Here is uh, who should join. Uh, And then here also is case studies. Uh, Infrared saunas going through this and actually generating over $840,000. You know, health Dynamics generating already over 100,000. I was in a conversation with, with, um, uh, uh, just today with Joe, And we're already tracking it over half a million dollars this year, moving up to a million dollars, just as a result of all these digital marketing strategies that we've been putting in place. Um, And so each of these uh, steps and how they've gone through are all part of basically explaining everything that I've just been explaining to you here, turning something which actually is a map, first of all, turning it into a flight path, taking off, and then knowing that we're going to get the result. In fact, the biggest challenge is going to have a few people wanting to do things, but that allows us to generate the money we want to generate, go out and do the learning you want to learn, uh, deliver the value to everyone we want to deliver, and then grow on from there. And again, hopefully you're really seeing that we really walk the talk on everything we're talking about. There's not a single thing I'm telling you to do that we don't do ourselves. Uh, we know it works because we just do it every single time. Um, and then just give you one final example, which is the one underneath this one, because these are all at different levels. Uh, and this final one that I'm gonna give you here uh, is the uh, one that we have on the uh, one we just launched that uh, has finished. So. This one's one that's about to launch. The other one um, uh, is one that's in the midst of having just launched. Uh, And then we have one we've just actually just finished uh, very recently, uh, which is the uh, investor one. And maybe I've got it here somewhere. In fact, it looks like it's uh, missing from here at the moment. Uh, I think it's down the bottom somewhere. These are so many. But on the investor one, very, very, very similar thing where we actually said, okay, we wanna make sure that we are giving our investors in our investor community a very clear way that they can actually be having their uh, investments safe at the moment in a three-year loan, uh, and also take advantage of what we're going to be doing with our IPO. So it's all linked into that as well. Right? So that's all part and parcel of the goals of what we want to be tracking with everyone who's actually on board uh, with us at the moment. Um, and that's all part of the tracking, which I'm doing, which actually then led to us doing a webinar that went out to all of the people who were part of our uh, community. Um, it was directly focused at what was happening with the coming crash and for investors uh, from this, and how do you actually go about investing in the right way? and who should be joining this. Uh, We talked about this in terms of investors or business owners that we then basically then launched a page, which was this page here, Save uh, Save the Smartest Investment in Crisis Times. We opened it at a pre-launch where we had already generated half a million dollars in pre-launch. We then just kept it open for two weeks. And in that two weeks, we raised over a million dollars. So we had over a million and a half already. And we ended up at about 1.9 million. So we're totally oversubscribed on it. uh, And we had to close it, right? So if we kept it going, we could have generated more. But the whole point of our promotion is that a promotion is not something where you're trying to do as much as possible. A promotion, if anything, should have a cue as opposed to you having to chase. It should be paid people wanting to chase you. Think of the difference of being on a platform waiting for a train to come and you're just there waiting, waiting, waiting day after day and there's no train coming. It's like that guy in the plane just waiting for the people to fill up, right? It's just not happening. However, there's a very big difference of being there waiting for a train to come And you being the trained driver, showing up and saying, look, we're only going to take three people right now, or we're only going to generate, like, we're only going to have 500,000 dollars. That's it. So if you want to be part of it, come on board now. Because people don't buy from you uh, just because they like your product. They need to like your product, but they also need to know there's a cost of missing out. Right? Like, okay, if I don't make a decision now, then there's cost to it, as opposed to, I can decide next month, month after, it makes no difference. Um, If there's no actual promotion beginning and ending, then there's no reason for someone to come on board now and be part of something right now as well. So that's the reason why this is so, so important. So this is more than just saying, do I know my customer? Do I have a pathway for my customer? This is about actually saying, do I have an actual very specific way to actually step in and actually be part of this process in my customer where we're showing up together? Um, let me give you another kind of like ridiculous example where you get the idea. Let's imagine you like football. Let's imagine that you have a favorite football team. But also let's imagine the football team basically just showing up at the stadium every single day and just kicking the ball around. What's the chances after a few times you're going to see your football team and seeing that you're only one of like, you know, 50, or 100 people in the stadium, you'd kind of like say, well, I could miss out tomorrow, or miss out the day after. And guess what? That football team never ends up having a full stadium ever. That's a totally different thing from the football team saying, look, we do have practice, but you're not know, even you coming to practice. Come for the game. The game is happening on a Friday night and here, or a Saturday night, and here's where it's happening. And you can get a ticket, and it's going to fill up. Guess what? The entire um, uh, stadium fills up. That's the equivalent of a song for a musician. That's the equivalent of a promotion plan for an entrepreneur. And that's why it's so important because it's a game that everyone can play and you get to learn as you're going through that game as well. So this is an exciting, fun process. Uh, And as we go through this, you're all gonna have an opportunity to see how everyone else is presenting on their games as well. And the fundamental key thing and action plan for this week is to make sure that you are really clear on what is your promotion plan in terms of your customer, who's your customer avatar, what's the customer pathway you want to be creating, Uh, And then I want to just finish with one final thought with you right now uh, as we close it off here. Uh, And that final thought is there are two different elements when it comes to creating your promotion. Just like if you're launching a rocket ship, there's the part which is getting the rocket up in the air. So those three different examples I just showed you, each of them is a launch. It's something that wasn't there before, and we're launching it. But once we've launched it, there's a second part, which is when it's in orbit. Like So there is basically a launch promotion and there's an orbit promotion. Or in, uh, in in digital terms, it's called an evergreen promotion, which means that it will keep on going every month and people will keep on doing it. So for example, our Wealth Dynamics Profile test, that's been an evergreen promotion, which has just been orbiting every single year for the last 20 years. And it just makes more money every single year because people then tell each other about it as well, and it grows. That's a process. It means you're maintaining flow. So you're going to find that there's a difference of you just doing a one-off where you launch something and then you've got to start all over again compared to you launching something and keeping it orbit because you then have a team that looks after it every month. And while it might not make quite as much money as it made in the launch phase, it still makes you money every month and people can still come on board as well. Uh, a video like this, right? What we're doing with the Crisis Leadership Academy. Uh, yes, this will be all part of a big launch that's happening during crisis, but there'll be people a year from now who will actually be doing exactly the same Crisis Leadership Academy and they'll be running that academy uh, and they'll be at a different time frame. but it'll be absolutely relevant for where they are right then as well. When we run iLabs at our resorts, when we're running micro schools on junior school, these are all things that had a big launch. And then after they launched, they were then on the system. And then they then had an ongoing uh, maintenance that took place on the system as well. So we want to be making sure that we are looking after your customer on an ongoing basis and making sure that you have an ongoing revenue stream you create beyond what you're doing right now as well. And as time goes on, you can then be looking at what's the next thing I'm going to launch. Apple does this. They actually even tell the market. This is what we're going to be launching or how much we're going to be launching in the next month or in the next year. And then after that, that's going to actually provide an ongoing flow for a while until they actually even make that product redundant by actually creating a new launch as well. Uh, So be really mindful as you are now looking forward in this week uh, about the fact that you're not designing a business for you to have a job. You're designing a business or a vocation for your customer to have a solution. The fact that you then create a job out of that and are able to earn out of that—that's simply because you did a good job at giving the customer what the customer wanted. But this is not about you trying to get anything. This is about you really looking to deliver in a way that you know there's a limit to what you can get, but there's no limit uh, to what you can give. And with that, I want to just finish with this slide uh, here—a slide that I shared in one of my webinars recently, uh, which is from Buckminster Fuller: "You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing." model obsolete. That is the fundamental key to a crisis leader is that you're building something which is the future you with a future vehicle. Do not go and try and build a better bicycle if the bicycle wasn't getting you to where you are. Go straight for designing the rocket ship and actually design that rocket ship in a way that you can really take off uh, and use the stars. So I hope you've enjoyed this uh, webinar and uh, do make sure that you follow through on all the steps this week. Look forward to seeing the results as we get into the uh, midway of our Crisis Leadership Academy. We'll catch up with you all later.